your tranquil testifiers. My name is Christy Ejua. I'm so blessed and grateful for this privilege granted me to be a part of this boot camp. Thank you, Mama O, for your support. You're such an amazing person. Selfless and loving. May God bless you and the entire staff. Before I proceed to the sermon of the day, I'd like to give a brief summary of all I've learned from the assignment so far. From the video clip, Healing Your Mother's Wounds, I learned that nurture is a very important area in our lives. It's taking care of ourselves lovingly and not to beat ourselves up over mistakes. Yes, loving ourselves to that point of comfort, freedom, and stability in life. I found the teaching really awakening because it helped me to know where I was coming from. I now know myself better, so my relationships would no longer suffer. From the video clip on Emotionally Unavailable Father, I learned that it's not enough to have a father as breadwinner. It's ideal to have fathers who spend more time at home and participate in parenting. Children who were raised by an emotionally unavailable father spent their childhood trying to get their father's attention and love and were hurt in the process. We also got a few tips on how to heal so we don't keep on creating unhealthy relationships with men all our lives as a result. One striking point the speaker gave was that children who got loving and supporting fathers got a chance to try out things, succeed or fail, or even try again. Such children turn out to be more courageous and confident. The third video was on how to get uh, get over your ex. I could connect so easily to the speaker because it addressed the situation I went through. A situation that left me hurt and made me feel like life was over until God helps me through the help of the Holy Spirit with a scripture that gave me peace. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. The speaker gave 10 tips on how to get over your ex. They are cut off contact at least for a while, take up a new hobby, pamper yourself, be real with yourself, being real calls for reflection, vent to your support system that's your family, friends, listen to sad music. For me, music helps me a lot. Worship basically. Accept your past. This would help you prepare better for your next relationship. It's okay to still love your ex. You could hover on the sweet memories, bearing in mind that love just isn't enough. There are many other things that make relationship work. Feel good about the rebound with your new partner. It's important to heal before moving on, but it's ideal to be open to new possibilities. Don't close yourself up. The fourth video was on how to raise your self-esteem by Brini Lee. Brini did a thorough job on this. She defined self-esteem as a self-esteemer. That is how you rate yourself. Brini advised us not to wait for other people to rate or validate us. If we do, it may result in us having a fragile sense of self and we may tend to be defensive or 
threatened each time we are criticized. Brini traced the reason for the fragile sense of self-worth to her childhood. Parents' failure to affirm their children causes their children to lose their identity. Her story of how she felt insecure, alone and isolated in the world applied to me until I opened up to a pastor who took me through the healing process by counseling me with scriptures such as Proverbs chapter 1 verse 18, Proverbs chapter 118 verse 22, also repeated by Jesus in Matthew chapter 21 verse 42. I was encouraged by God's word that the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The pastor told me that I was going to be a solution provider. I would matter so much that decisions wouldn't be taken without consulting me. Brini's counsel to parents and future parents is to reaffirm in them who they are, especially at young age, before the world gets hold of them. Also, parents should speak words of life and stop calling children all manner of names like dumb, stupid, even if these children misbehave. Brittany made me understand that self-esteem has a lot to do with my image and how I see myself affects my choices. From this teaching, I can no longer settle for less, never, because I know I deserve the best. One of the tips in building self-worth as given in the video is your self-talk. Yes, you have to really be mindful of the conversations you're having with yourself. Identify those lies you've told yourself based on what you read or what you were told and begin to tear them down and replace them with new truths. Stop speaking negatively to yourself. Stop criticizing yourself. Stop feeling incompetent. The video made me more aware of myself through reflection. Um, so, over to the sermon. Let's pray. Father, as we go into your word now, we ask that you minister to everyone. Transform us by your word in Jesus' name. The title of my sermon is Pleasing God, and our anchor scripture is from Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. I'll be reading from the King James Version. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you will live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. How well we know God will determine how much effort we make to please him. It all begins with knowing how much of God we know determines the level of our love for him and it is this love that makes us want to please him at all cost. Having known that pleasing God can be done in the energy of the flesh, Apostle Paul prayed for the church earnestly. He asked God to fill us 
with um, with the knowledge of his will that is knowing what he expects from us through all spiritual wisdom and understanding which comes from an in-depth study of God's word to that point of obedience Paul prayed this in order that we may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way by bearing fruit in, fruits in every good work. What is this good work, if I may ask? For me, they are all that is required to please God. And we can only know what is expected of us by seeking knowledge and understanding. Because when we know and understand, we will act better. Knowledge is a key factor in the race of life. As the Bible enjoins us to take instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice of gold. Knowledge is a key requirement in the journey of life. This is so that we don't hit the rocks in our daily living or pursuits. The scripture says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 to 7 that people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So knowledge is very, very important. So let's dig deep into the scripture to get out some of those ways we can please God. One, we can please God by having deep fellowship with Him. This relationship should be love-driven and not by rules only. God is our Father. He wants us to see Him as a loving Father. He loves us unconditionally, no matter what. He loves us even while we were still sinners. Romans 5.8 He died for us what a love we have to live with that consciousness having that understanding pleases god a great deal in as much as he commands us to live in holiness he doesn't reject us when we fail to live up to his rules instead he encourages us by empowering us with the grace to keep growing another way to please god is to walk in love to the point of loving even the most difficult or toxic people in our lives we should make loving people a priority because God has commanded us to love. May God help us to treat people with respect and kindness and to forgive easily while setting boundaries. We can love people by seeing God in them. Yes, for me, loving God come, becomes so easily for me that way. If I'm provoked and pushed to react, I ask myself, would I do that to Jesus? That calms me and helps me manage the anger. I believe this approach would help us all to let God's love flow through us out into the world. Also showing little acts of kindness by meeting people's needs in our various capacities is a way of expressing or working in love. God also commands us to please Him by please Him by having faith in Him. Yes, having faith in God gives you that rest and trusting in God or believing in his promises makes you walk in line with what he has commanded us to do. It pleases God when we trust him to, to lead us to that plan he has for us. Also, a life of thanksgiving pleases God. Thanksgiving gives you access to an overflow of God's goodness. Its benefits are numerous, ranging from God's intervention to peace, joy, and contentment. In conclusion, 
we need the help of the Holy Spirit, our helper, to be able to please God. The scripture in Philippians chapter 2 verse 13, reading from the New Living Translation says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Oh yes, He is working in you and helping you to obey Him. Let's call on the Holy Spirit to help us at all times. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We ask for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit for a quickening of our mortal bodies and our spirits. Sweet Holy Spirit, breathe life into us again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.